Hey, hey, it's Conrad Thompson, and you're listening to Everything Pro Wrestling. Folks, welcome to Everything Pro Wrestling. Everything Pro Wrestling is a show by the fans, for the fans. I'm your host, Conrad Cushman, being joined tonight by Derek. We are here to review AEW All Out 2022. I'm seeing a lot of mixed reviews online. I'm interested to hear what the people have to say. Uh, we're going to try to get through this show because it is now Labor Day. It's uh, a little after 12 midnight when we're starting this. So lots to talk about, lots to get into. Uh, we'll do the intro and let's get into it. Everything pro wrestling, they can never be you. Never listen to the podcast here for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinion and the lesson, yes. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Big, big shout out to everybody who is watching live with us. Uh, we we are greatly appreciative of all of you who have stayed up and fought the good fight to uh, join us on this live show. Please comment, fill it up, uh, hit that like button if you're watching live on YouTube, audio version, leave us a five-star review. That helps out the podcast. All those algorithm things that you think aren't true, very much so true. So uh, make sure you guys are plugging that in for us. And here's your reminder. Later on today, you are going to get a podcast from uh, me and Sean. It is our first episode of Clash of the Podcast at 6.05 Eastern Standard Time. We are going to be talking the cerebral era, get Sean's thoughts on All Out, and we're going to be talking a little Clash at the Castle as well. Uh, make sure you guys are there to join us for that conversation as well. Adding some new things to the podcast, trying to help out with uh, some of the stuff. Uh, let's get into some quick shout outs from everybody who has joined us. Matt Lopez, first one in the house saying, good evening. What is going on, Matt? Thank you. Uh, Terrell in the house. <laughs> uh, CM Punk begged MJF to come back. <laughs> what? Uh, Dark Elite Eric in the house was good, E. Um, let me see. Ed Fry's in the house. What's good, gentlemen? Heard that was some. Uh, there was some good and bad on this card. Gonna sit back and listen. Y'all let me know what happened. I shall. Ori says, Conrad, the devil himself is back. Uh, HBK Tokyo says, Clash at the Castle over All Out. I don't know. I heard some complaining about that yesterday, too. Uh, maybe you are right, but <laughs> Tony wants to make uh, Dynamite and Queens big. Yeah, we're going to have to see what happens with this. There's a lot of story to be told uh, with all of this. Um, if you guys haven't, make sure you share this online. Tell a friend, tell a buddy, bring them on in. Let's talk a little pro wrestling. Derek, you ready to get into this thing, man? Let's go. So for this episode of the show, we started off with the, uh, oh, I was on the media call, by the way, and I did ask a question about why they went back to the uh, zero hour. Tony Khan gave a pretty cool answer. Go back and check that out. If you guys didn't hear that, I was finally featured on the media call. Felt good. Thank you, Tony Khan, for answering my question. But uh, we start off backstage with an interview with the beautiful couple talking to RJ City, Sammy Guevara, and Tay Mello. What is going on here? Uh, they're interrupted. They hear a loud horn when they're trying to make out, and it's Ortiz and Ruby Soho. They're trying to run them down. Sammy gets run down again like he always does. Okay. And uh, Ruby is in there, and they just start taking the fight to them. They're brawling, and this leads into the first match. So there's no special entrances or nothing. 
Uh, we just see Ortiz who in Ortiz and Ruby Soho were rocking face paint tonight for Aja Kong and Bull Nakano. I thought that was really dope. A little side thing if nobody else noticed it. Uh, Sammy's bleeding on his head. He got cut open hard way. Uh, I saw some people complaining about the blood with this early on. Bro, I, he, he got busted open the hard way. Well, let it, let it be what it is, bro. People, I listen, I understand this too, though, because there's too much blood on the shows by choice. And then when it happens hard way, it's like, oh, what are you doing? I guess. I but guess. It's, I think it's because of Sammy's haircut, though, bro. It's like too short on the side. So when he gets hit with something, a boot or something, he's going to get cut open. Um, they did a close near fall. Challengers couldn't get the win there. It wasn't enough. Ty KO on Ruby catches her flush on the nose. We think she might have a broken nose after that because she just she walked around like this after with her hands over her face. If you guys can hear that on the audio version, and one, two, three, Ty Mello gets the win for her and Sammy. They are still the AAA mixed tag team champions. It was. I thought it was good. It was. Cool. It was no, no. I'm. I'm just. I'm just playing, bro. It, it wasn't bad. You know, it, it was serviceable. I mean, it it did what it was supposed to do. I know. I, I say that a lot, but you know, I don't. I don't want to sugarcoat anything. I mean, if if it services the the card in a certain way, then that's that's what it does, right? Um, I see a lot of people in the chat trying to dunk on me. Hold your horses. We'll get to everything. <laughs> That's Sammy's true. biggest rival is golf carts. I'm the devil. MJF stole my gimmick. Take it easy, Tokyo. Take it easy here. Sammy having his uh, yearly run over. Uh, that will never get old. What up, BJ? And Ori is right. Sammy always has to get run over around this time of the year. It's starting to show up. Um, quick question for Derek. Says he has a J sweater on. Should the J stay in Toronto or move to, to a different place? I feel... That it makes most sense. Uh, it's a New York State bird. Move them to Buffalo. Uh, I don't feel that's right. That just doesn't feel right. No, um, Toronto should stay where where they're at. Um, I mean, granted, it it would be it'd be big money for Buffalo because Buffalo definitely Buff appreciated. That. Buffalo's not gonna uh, pay those prices though no. that they want to charge. No, so they Toronto's better off just staying where they're at. Uh, Toronto's got a great fan base. I, I, I think most people here are more so Yankees fans, which is there's nothing wrong with that. But um, like like you said, Buffalo's not going to dish out that kind of money to to keep a, pro, a professional baseball team here. I mean, they they had the Bisons, who do get kind of shitted on, but it is it is what it is. I mean, Buffalo Buffalo has the best of both worlds. We have we have. Um, we have the Yankees, basically, because it, mm. it, it's it's in New York State. Mm. And then uh, mm. you have Toronto, where your farm team sends them off to Toronto. So, I mean, Toronto's technically Buffalo's team. but Save it for Derek's baseball podcast. Yeah. They ain't going nowhere. Nah. I, I, I say that still. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. They're not going anywhere. Um let me see here. Or Ortiz and Ruby uh, brought the fight to Sammy and Tay. They did, Ace. They tried. Kook says, looks like I get ringside seats to see Sammy and Tay in Mexico City for Triple Mania on October 15th. Nice. Um, nice move, Kook. Hudson, Sparks, what's good? What about the MJF return? We, we're going to talk about it. Oh, yeah. It, it's definitely going to be brought to the uh, table. 
Yeah, it, it's definitely something interesting. It was a, a, a different way for them to go off the show tonight. Very, very different way, but I liked it, though. Yeah, we'll get into it because I want to kind of tell the story piece by piece. We're going to run down the whole card here. Keep them in Toronto. Uh, can New York City handle three baseball teams? Hell no. no. Uh, they should have let MJF cash in and win, but it's not money in the bank, though, Juke. This isn't WWE. Money in the bank makes no sense. I've said this a million times. Money in the bank makes no sense from a promoter aspect. Why would you not tell someone when you're going to cash in? The promoter would want to promote the match. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like I like how they did it better in Lucha Underground. You could tell me in one week when you want to do it, but you're not going to tell me that night, like, I'm cashing in tonight. Thanks. Because you want to advertise it. it. It makes no sense. I uh, hope Ruby's okay. Wasted opportunity. I will disagree with that fully. Uh, MJF should have showed up and took the title off Punk. Better ending. That's not the rules, though. That's not what it's never been like that. Yeah, no, because because if you have it happen, I mean, it, it's it's basically the money in the bank situation and a and a promotion situation. So no one is geared to see that happen. Everybody's geared to see, you know, maybe maybe like an attempt at most, but. To see someone actually take the belt off of somebody right then and there, I don't think anybody's geared for that. Um, let me see here. I'm just saying that the the ending was mid. Who didn't know MJF wouldn't be there tonight? Predictable. Predictable isn't always bad. I'm going to tell you all this till the end of time. One day, you know what was unpredictable? Finn Balor joining the Judgment Day with uh, Rhea and all them. You know why it fucking sucked? Because the reasoning behind it was stupid. You left someone who was undefeated on pay-per-view to go hang out with someone who is losing all of their matches. And guess what they're doing now? Losing. Yeah, that was so cool when they did it on Raw, right? Everybody was like, oh, yeah, Judgment Day, this is cool. I was like, no, that's dumb. And that's exactly what I'm talking about with uh, predictable. No, the predictable thing was the smart thing, in my opinion. Yeah. When it came to that. And that's an example of just in wrestling, you can't do that stuff. You know what I will say? I will say um, I think they was I, the way I would have done it, I would have left uh, MJF stay away from the end of it. Because to, honestly, bro, I forgot all about it. I was actually anticipating this to continue on to Wednesday. More so like the keep, keep the anticipation going. I, I think I would have ended – I think I would have ended the show – with Punk's audio clip, and then something. Well, that was. I thought that was Tony Khan talking. It, it was. It was. But I, I think I would have had that, and then maybe like a hidden message at the end of it. I don't think I would have revealed MJF right now. I would have done it at you know um, the next Dynamite show. Right. Six saying he didn't think it was bad. Um, Matt Lopez put being money in the bank. You get your ass beat on TV every week. KO'd by a boxing world champ. That is also true for what else has been happening. Um, yeah. Triple threat at SummerSlam. You guys are bringing up some good points. Uh, WWE said Edge was not supernatural enough. Nah, Edge booked himself out of that shit. Don't fall for that. Um, if you've been watching pro wrestling, Lucha Libre Japanese, it's all predictable. Uh, they shouldn't have had this match. What was the point of Mox winning three days ago? Uh, that was like a week ago, wasn't it now? Two weeks ago, maybe even. Yeah. It was a while back. Uh, just to put Punk on and bring it on MJF like this bad booking. It was to do something different to pop up a rating because right now they're trying to get their TV rights deals. So got them a million views. 
they 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 pulled the WWE, which some people wouldn't like, but that's what they did. I mean, that was even a Joker mask. Come on, bro, let's keep it consistent. The Joker, I I don't know, man. I'll have mercy. Dude, love is in the house. What's good, Cactus? What up, Connor? Connor has joined us as well. Ooh. Let's get into this Hook match so I can hear Derek praise it because he better. So Hook versus Cool Hand Angelo Parker for the FTW Championship here. Hook has wrestled in 12 matches, Derek, and Parker has 12 years experience. Uh, early going, Daddy Magic, Matt Menard helps him out, his tag team partner. They get the advantage on Hook, and uh, during this part of the match, Hook starts suplexing Parker everywhere, just like his father told him to. And uh, after that, Menard tried to interfere again. He stomps on his hands. Parker goes for a suplex. Hook reverses out of it, locks in that red rum, and he taps out instantly uh, upon it just being put in on him. And I thought it looked good. The tag team 2.0 go for the jump afterwards. And who makes the save but the man in the front row? His boy who does his theme, Action Bronson, shows up and puts a little uh puts a little body on 2.0 with a, a reverse wasteland. Honestly, you know what? I was very impressed with that. I didn't I didn't think uh Action Bronson would actually do something like that. Like I because I, I, you know when most people come in, they they come in and it's like, oh, oh, oh. well, no, he actually came in and actually slammed somebody. Which yeah. is nice. I like to see that. He should have put the aioli on him after he was oh, yeah. done. <laughs> you know, that man likes to cook. Oh, yeah. Um, ASAP Full Gear is coming. I mean, that wasn't even a... Uh, oh, no, I read that part already. I apologize, sick. Uh, wait, so Punk's foot is healed? Uh, apparently. Apparently. Kyra is 100% spot on. Predictable is not always bad. Thank you, Kook. It's not. Uh, maybe they should have left the show with the audio recording, even if everyone would have figured it out. I think they would have known. Uh, love what you're doing. Keep it up. Thank you, Mike. I appreciate that, man. Um, Conrad, when are you going to uh, roll with me down to Mexico for a AAA live show? I've got the ice cold dose and the, uh, oh, oh, we can't say that. That's illegal here. <laughs> I will not be repeating what you have offered up, but thank you. Uh, one day I'd like to go to a AAA show if I could. I'm, I'm East Coast, though, so it's tough. Uh, this match was very East Coast. All it needed was some Tim Boots and a glizzy. Oh, come on, bro. Not the glizzy. Come on, bro. Come <laughs> on, bro. Not the glizzy. Our mayor definitely got attacked for uh, glizzies. That's why it kind of hits home over here. You got to oh. chill with that. Um, after that, uh, we, we saw the – maybe we're going to get a tag match with Hook and Action Bronson. Did, did Hook finally impress you? He did. It, was this enough to finally, like, win you over – it's it's a start. It's a start. It it it's it's a proving ground. All right, so I don't have to say chill. Like I don't have to say that anymore to you. What the hell is that? <laughs> All right, so no, we're 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 good. This is this is this is uh this is a proving ground. This is this is the this is the starting point on onto bigger and better things, I I hope and pray. Okay. All right. Moving forward with the uh the zero hour show. This was this kind of flew by really quick this hour. We had Pack versus Kip Sabian. Now, Derek, I don't know if you got to see this match. Did you no, you came during the uh the Eddie and Tomahiro is when we finally met up. Yeah. Kip Sabian comes out, bro. I was very impressed. Kip Sabian had no ring rust in this match. He did a lot of things that he could do before, and I was like, yo, he looked really good in this. Um, first time he's wrestled since Anarchy in the Arcade. Think about how long ago that was when we reviewed that with the video game box, him and Miro. Oh, shoot. That's a long time, bro. So, it's uh, gotta be a year now, right? Over longer than that. It was like, I think they said 500 something days almost. Really? Yeah, it was oh. a year and, a, and some change. So, that was the first time we saw Kip Sabian. 
He comes out, Pax defending the All-Atlantic Championship. If you don't watch AEW Dark, you're probably like, yo, what the hell is this? I know. He's defending it finally where you guys can see it if you don't watch Dark. That's why I would recommend it, though. He's been defending it all over the place. And at this point, they're good. They're doing the match. It's good back and forth. But Kip Sabian begins to snap during the match. He thought he had the match won at one point, and he starts yelling at the box. So the box is kind of like head with Al Snow is what I started taking from this. I didn't know if that was going to make you a believer in this a little bit more. So the box supposedly controls him is what the vibes I was getting. Chat will probably let me know how they feel. Okay. So, so, uh, so like with, uh, with the hook situation, this is a starting point. So maybe this, this brings them on to bigger and better things right now. Yes. hopefully hopefully (laughs) what the hell is even that (laughs) mark thank you so much for uh checking in my good friend hopefully you subscribe i do know you from the insider's channel i see you on there thank you i love you in the impact streams brother uh this is the one match that i missed this was a solid match i would say kip sabian the unknown comic kip looked legit smooth kip was wrestling his ass off stop sleeping on kip tokyo says uh punk is going off in the media scrum right now matt lopez says uh the box was like head that's a wild ass comment bro not gonna lie (laughs) hey hey i'm just telling you what it is um so after this he yelled at the box when the box was sitting on the table so that was the first part of it he starts to wonder like what what do i have to do pack takes advantage of that and he hits him with the black arrow thing of beauty bro when this dude hits that like yes. marvelous yes. he gets the dub with that he wins he's marching up the ramp and you hear orange cassie's music hit so jane's playing tony shivani's about to interview him he doesn't get the sentence out here comes orange cassidy pack immediately says no before this man can say anything he's like no and pack tells him he is not a wrestler he is a joke and he should get to the back of the line Inside the ring, Kip Sabian is yelling at the box while he's holding it now to his face. I think this could work for him with the Al Snow thing. It, it's better than what he what he had before. So if, if that's the case, I'll buy into it if it's going to work. But it has to be done correctly. But we it can't be copied, if that makes sense. Man. Sorry, guys. Matt Lopez is bringing us the live right now. Punk is going off on the EVP, spreading rumors that he got Cole Cabana fired and Hangman bringing that shit up. Holy shit. He mentioned Nick Jackson. Orange Cassidy is coming for the All-Atlantic Championship. Uh, Team Impact. Uh, we'll get to that match momentarily um, with that one. But Pat gets the win. It looks like they're setting up a few with uh, Pack and Orange. More on that to come momentarily. But you know what, though? This this is uh this is kind of reminiscent to uh the, the, the whole Kip situation with the box. It's almost reminiscent to um what is that that someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe it's called the puppeteer from uh the old uh Batman the animated series. Mm, Eric's been watching it, so Eric will probably be the first one to let you know yes, that makes cor- sense. Correct me if I'm wrong. I want to say it's the puppeteer, but E, let us know in the comments yeah. if you're not listening now. Um, Eddie Kingston versus Tomohiro Ishii. This was one I couldn't wait for, man. They wrestled recently before this. Tomohiro Ishii got the victory in New Japan the last time they fought. In this one, though, bro, this was a heavy hitter. This was a King's Road match. 
this is the rematch, and I feel like Kingston needed the win going into this. We start off early with a chop battle. Kingston going for clotheslines uh, on a seated Ishii, near false, hard kick to Eddie Kingston's back. He's no selling. Then they start slapping each other in the face, back and forth, back and forth. If you don't know the New Japan style, you're not going to be into this, no. but it was really good. They're smacking each other around. And then all of a sudden, Eddie Kingston hits a nice jackknife powerbomb into a pin, but only gets a two. Ishii starts coming in with the, uh, excuse me, Ishii starts coming in with the uh, strong strikes. Kingston hits the spinning back fist. They're just pounding all on each other. It's just headbutts, strikes, two headbutts. Uh, Kingston is able to hit the Northern Lights driver after that for the win. That was really good. It, it, was. it was like the snowplow, basically. Money. Al Snow all over this show, man. I see your fingerprints, bro. Exactly. Um, yeah, this this is still new to me because I still haven't watched New uh, New Japan. Eventually, won't, won't wake up at two a.m. I'm trying to get him to watch it live. I was gonna show him this shit on YouTube later, bro. Week three o'clock in the morning. That's brutal. <laughs> Tell them fans that are watching this right now. That's that's brutal. I mean, I I, I love you guys. You know, th- happy to have you here, but. As long as his wife doesn't show up again, uh, this making him sip Sabian. Come on now. I agree with that. Phase 114. Oh, snap. Glad to see another option for AEW content. Wish you great success. Uh, thank you, Phase. I appreciate it. And I like your uh, your profile picture in there. That's pretty dope. Actually, oh, yeah, that is dope. Smiley face with the skull. That's pretty dope. I like it. Uh, this match was fire. Chop City. I feel you. And that was the end of the uh, Zero Hour. I had fun with the Zero Hour. I thought it was really cool that they had it. It was a, a callback to the all-in name for what Tony Khan said on the media call when I asked him about it. A. A. That's what it is, right? Take it for what it's worth. <laughs> Terrell's agreeing with you. 3 a.m. is brutal. Latest for me is 1 a.m. or 2 a.m. Yeah, sometimes in the New Japan shows, Rob will tell you guys, like, I ain't making it all the way through. It's rough. But, it is rough. It is. But right now. We're going to hit y'all with that main card stuff. So we, we've got everything all set up. They decided right now for this one, let's kick the night off right. Casino ladder match. Uh, first two wrestlers to start off were Wheeler Yuta, Ray Phoenix. Next person entered into the match was Roosh. Roosh came out, and he could have definitely just ran up the ladder and probably grabbed it. Right, and exactly. He, he took way too long. Way too long, bro. Way too long. I don't know. I wasn't feeling how long it took Roosh to get up there. Um, he wasn't able to. Andrade's the fourth person who comes out. Yuta gets caught with a flipping power bomb onto a bridge ladder. Poor Yuta's back and neck. He was just getting crushed in this one. Yeah. Claudio comes out. Claudio has to be a beast of an MF or bro for how strong yes. he is. Because yes. if you watch this, I don't think the spot went right and Claudio was able to hold a ladder and just shift over. It was like, I'm just gonna move you slowly and dump you out of the ring. He basically did that with Andrade. Right, yeah. Um, he wedged the ladder into like the fifth rung, pointed it down, and then picked it up. And then when it wasn't moving, he's was like, okay, well, I'll just pick this whole thing up. And Andrade's like, yo, what are you doing, bro? And just dumps him over the top rope. A thing of beauty. The strength of Claudio is amazing. But, but that's, that's what you have to do when you have to improvise. Uh, I, 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 I could be wrong. I thought I knew where he was trying to go with it. So I think it was more so like, here, I'm going to push you. I'm gonna flip you over, but it didn't work. So he, he he improvised and went the other route, which is also still good because 
he still played it off like, listen, I got to keep the balance. This is what I'm going to do. Boom, boom, boom. Throw you over, over the side. Game plan done. I think the person that impressed Derek the most came out next, Dante Martin in this ladder match. Yes. This dude was all yes. over the place. Yo. Springboard <laughs> on ladders, springboard on the people's back. Dude, Claudio did yes. the pop-up power bomb and launched this dude into the air. He was like, whoop, on the ladder. I'm about to climb up and get it. Right. This dude was everywhere. I thought he was really good to go in here. Pentagon comes out. He's like, yeah, Andrade, I'm just going to hit a destroyer on you on the ladder. Ray Phoenix is doing I don't know where this table came from. Derek, all Derek heard was, yo, where did that table come from? Frog splash from Ray Phoenix on the Roosh, who's on the floor. They're down and out. And then it's time for the last person to come out. And we get a bunch of people wearing face masks, black hoodies, and they come out. And it's Stokely Hathaway and everyone who's given his business cards to. The Ethan Page, the uh, Lee Johnson. These guys were all in there to make sure that this business was taken care of. W. Morrissey's out there. Ethan Page, the ass boys. All of them were out there with Stokely. Stokely climbs up, grabs it, and then the Joker comes out, and we hear uh, Rolling Stones theme, uh, Sympathy for the Devil, and he hands it over to this person. He looks like he's going to reveal himself, and he says, nah, 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 nah. Doesn't do it, and we have to wait. We talked about what happened later on with this. Just, whoa, whoa. I, I thought this was an interesting way to do it. I got black phone vibes from the mask. That's what I yes. took the mask yeah. to be from. You know, Just, you know what? I, I, I think I would have booked that differently. I would have booked it differently. Uh, just, just a small part of it. So you keep Stokely Hathaway and everybody, everybody else that he signed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He gets he gets the 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 casino chip, um. But then when when it's time to reveal the Joker, I would not have had the Joker come out. I would have posted the Joker's face on the big screen, walking into the light, accepting the chip, then fading back. Apologies, I did say Lee Johnson. Um. Not Lee Johnson. Uh, what's what's the other dude's name now from oh, from Ring of Honor? Um, oh my gosh, it's gonna piss me off. I'm drawing a, a a blank now. Lee Moriarty, thank you. Too many Lees. Yeah, Keith Lee, Lee Moriarty, <laughs> Lee Johnson. My bad. Apologies to my man Lee Moriarty. Um, Dante was amazing. Mark says one question. Uh, one of the other streamers I follow says that TK has made the show sloppy so that he could make the main event good. Thoughts? I feel like TK. I totally disagree with that statement. That is not what Tony Khan was going for. Um, I'll have thoughts, but I'm going to save them towards the end, Mark. But it's going to be kind of good. I'm going to kind of wrap a lot of things within this. It's going to be about fans, kind of, though, my my thought process when we get to the, the end here. Retribution flashbacks. Everybody's yelling wrongly. Thank you. Thank you. Everybody dunking. I got you. I got you. The end of the match killed it for me. Honestly, should have revealed there. Uh, nah, disagree, BJ. I enjoyed that they didn't reveal it there. I think they uh, did the end of the show uh, incorrectly instead. I think they did both wrong, did too much, and didn't let it breathe. Okay. We're going to move on because we're going to end up touching back on this. Uh, let's get into this trios match, shall we? Now, following up from that, we went into the trios. Who are going to be the first trios champions? Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks versus Hangman Page in the Dark Order. 
Um, I thought this match was kind of a sleeper banger. This, might, this I don't I don't know if I'm giving it sleeper match of the night, but this was this was fire. Um, I you know what I could say sleeper because you wouldn't expect. Um, don't get me wrong, Dark Dark Order is, is one hell of a group, but you wouldn't you wouldn't wouldn't expect them to to wrestle the way, or at least I wouldn't expect them to wrestle the way that they did tonight because tonight was actually like spot on for them. Yeah, it was definitely spot on. Like, cause a lot of people could have looked at the elite versus um the dark order as a kind of a situation as a 21 whitewash. Damn. Damn. Sorry. Damn. Damn. Sorry. I mean, yes, you had Hangman Page on your side, but it's the elite. And a lot of people probably would have been like, all right. They're gonna walk all over him now that Kenny's back. It, it, maybe, maybe I could see that too. It, it felt weird to see Silver and Reynolds in there with it, and I know people have issues with the Dark Order, and I don't really blame them for that. But I thought they delivered tonight. I they will did. give them that. They definitely did. Um, early on in the match, Hangman stopped Silver and Reynolds from doing cheap tactics against his friends. Uh, we get that nice run around with Silver, the spot that I thought Claudio was going to end up doing, but I guess he must have saved it like, oh, Silver's going to do this spot where he comes out, does the European uppercut, stomps people, flips right. off. He was doing everything. This dude was all over the place in this match. Um, we have some nice trios moves being done, some close near falls. I'm trying to skip over some of this because you guys don't want to hear all of this. Hangman and uh, Omega, great spot where they drag their partners because everyone does a great four-way super kick with the Young Bucks Dark Order. Boom, super kick, everyone's down. They drag the legal man into this, pulls them over. They tag in. They get in the ring. Kenny Omega and Hangman face off for the first time since full year. They're in with each other, and they begin brawling, and it was great. I thought the fans really got rowdy for that spot. They did. Definitely did. Uh, Omega hit the tiger driver after that. Um, Hangman take, hits a buckshot layered on Kenny's neck. Uh, after that, he goes for it again on the other side, but then this time they play off of the, the full gear spot where Matt's yes. like, no, what are you doing? Right. Then Nick Jackson and them grab his foot. Like It was just crazy, all of the stuff that happened in this. Uh, he got caught after with the BTE trigger. You think that it's over there. John Silver's about to get hit with the one-wing angel. He rolled through, bro. This part made us shit our pants almost, oh, bro. That God. was such yeah. a close three count. Yeah, yeah. Um... And technically, technically, you could you could you could also say, um, he uh, that he officially did not really kick out of the one wing angel. He wasn't officially put in it. No, he didn't kick out of it. He rolled through. I know, it. I know, but but you know how they say like only only two people don't don't make Jr. mad. He don't play that. <laughs> See, you don't want to do that now. Don't, don't start saying people kicked out of that. People will go off. Um, after that, though, he goes for it. Hangman's trying to help. He goes for a buckshot lariat. Kenny ducks because he knows him so well. Yes. Down he goes in one wing angel after that to silver. He ain't kicking out. One, two, three. That's it. The elite are the first trios champions. Yes. I thought it was a wise move. I thought yeah. it was good to do. Yeah, because... You had you have to figure out what you're gonna do with the dark order. Um, let me see here. Uh, it was nuts. They put this match on second. Um, I'm, you know what? I'm actually I'm actually 
I'm actually good with them putting it on second. I, Casey Casey says the tag match was the sleeper match. I, I may agree with that one more, so I may be leaning into that. But I, I still think this match over-delivered on my expectations, though. I will say that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely over-delivered. Um, let me see here. Uh, this was a very good match. Uh, the false pen, I thought Silver Pen Omega, bro. You ain't the only one, bro. We were out of our seats for that spot. We were like, I know they didn't just do this. Um, match was great, but neither team should have been in that match. Uh, he wanted House of Black or Best Friends in there. It's it. Listen, that was hard to satisfy everybody. I heard everybody split on that for what people wanted to have happen versus what actually did. I, you know, I I would have liked to have seen Best Friends actually bag that but but i'm not i'm not a, a beggar can't be a chooser either so i like that next up we had the tbs championship jade versus athena uh this had one of my favorite uh entrances of the night for the pay-per-view athena came out with the wings she had new wings they were kind of bigger larger mm -hmm. uh with a lot of colors on them she came out with her usual contacts in and everything mm -hmm. else cool great that wasn't the entrance though that i'm talking about sorry to bury that <laughs> but it was jay cargill coming out as she hulk i thought it was tremendous breaking through the brick uh looking way more in better shape than i could ever and i know that's not even a word what i just said or a proper sentence i don't care Dude. amazing she hulk i just love the look that happened in this one um this one came out swinging bro they like top rope stunner early on jade i had a fear that they were gonna say it was done there and i was like what are you doing right yeah yeah um De definitely definitely nervous about that one i i was i wasn't expecting that i was definitely expecting you know like shots fired early on but like not that early on like that that was too quick that was too quick shots fine shots fine uh um she hulk from casey i love she hulk uh both women were stunning my goodness yes and i will say i thought in this athena did keep it together i think for what the match was because during this, um, the baddies got dropkicked. Layla Gray took a oh. horrible bump against oh. that the guardrail. I know she's gonna feel that in the morning. Oh yeah, uh, that was rough. Kira Hogan definitely like ran away from it. Smart. Yeah. Um, she got away. She ended up getting taken out later on. I don't have notes on that. So uh, after this, dude, they they were doing a bunch of stuff here. So she went for a second top rope stunner. It didn't happen. I felt like they were rushing in this match. Yes. I don't um, know if they got time cut or what, what happened, but I felt like they were just trying to go boom, 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 boom. And I'm like, slow down. Less is more. You've got all yes. my attention. Yes. Uh, I agree with you on that, man. Um, I, I think the one awkward part was when uh, Jade stood there for the amount of time that she did. Casey brought up another one too. The baddies were late on the uh, Jade, so Jade had to kick out of the stunner. Yeah, that was they were like a second late. They should have been over there a little bit faster. Right. Um. Let me see here. Jade versus Athena was great. I actually thought Athena was going to uh break when she hit the eclipse on She Hawk. I mean, Jade <laughs> streak almost ended. Man, that yeah, that was absolutely crazy. Uh, I don't know what you would need baby oil for, cactus, but. Yeah. Um, I hear you on that, Casey. Uh, Casey said Jade over everyone, basically. Uh, the match was okay. Nothing to go back and watch. Uh, Jay Cargill is money, though. I, I agree with that. She is. 
Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, this match shouldn't have gotten a bit more time, but it was a good one. And the rumor I saw online from some of the uh, people who would know was that this match had more time. It was weird. Like, I don't know what happened with it, but eventually she goes for a springboard. She gets caught with a pump kick. Jade hits jaded 37 and 0. It's that simple. The right person won, in my opinion, here. If it wasn't Chris Statlander winning, now I think we have to find out who is the person Jade should lose to. That's going to be something I think has to happen organically. But when and where is the time and place? I couldn't tell you right now at this point. I don't see it. Honestly, bro, I think. He asked who's Jade's next opponent. I don't know. I think the only person that has the best shot of taking it off of her right now. Um. Britt Baker. I don't know. I wouldn't do that either, though. Britt doesn't need a title. True. But who do you put who do you put in place of Chris? That's a great question. I wonder, I wonder how close Red Velvet is to being back. Maybe, maybe Red Velvet could challenge for it. I don't know if people would get behind her. I don't know. Like I said, this is gonna have to happen organically. Uh oh, Casey comes with an interesting option. Hater after she puts her colleague away. <laughs> could be, could be the right move. A lot of people were uh asking for that. We cut backstage to a CM Punk interview. He says he's fighting John Moxley. He's fighting for the city of Chicago. He Chicago. beat me once. <laughs> he beat me once, but he's not going to do it twice. He was fighting for the nurses of Chicago, the teachers of Chicago. It was a good heartfelt baby was. promo. It was. You know, uh, he, it, it was. It was the classic, like in my eyes, uh, classic like Rocky situation. Terrell, remind, this is a point that I want to bring up later. I'm going to bring this up later, guys. Please stick around. I know this is going to be a little bit of a review, but just stick with me. He said, oh, no, Derek, not Britt. There will be a huge outrage against AEW if they did that. Maybe Ruby, maybe Sasha Banks. She did not return at the uh, Clash for the Castle show. Right, but but you can't you can't do can't do Ruby because what it, what has Ruby done well, to prove that? Hold on, though. Hold on, D. I'm going to get to this because that what was just said there, and it's not Terrell. It's something I'm going to bring up with an issue I have with this show. I might get some heat for it, but I could take it. Now, next up, we had a six-man trios match. This is part of the thing that didn't make sense. See, me and uh, Casey talked about this offline. Me and Rob, me and you, me and uh, Brian Williams, Matt Black, shout out to them. Thank you for doing the preview and prediction show. We talked about this. Some of the matches you were kind of like, well, why are we doing so many trios matches and blah, 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 blah throughout of this? Those were issues, but I thought this match was great. FTR, Motor City Machine Guns get a little heated early on in this one. Uh, they even had uh, Sanjay Duck come out with the shirt that says fight like an eight-year-old brat on. He's a heel. And uh, yeah, the ref got to restore order in this. We saw great double teams by Motor City Machine Guns. They're a tremendous tag team. Like, Impact is lucky to have them. I can't believe we haven't gotten a match with, like, them and the Young Bucks, them and FTR. I think you could put on some bangers in oh, AEW yeah. with this. Absolutely. Uh, I got to say, this is probably my first time watching Motor City um, wrestle. They are they are really, really good. I, mm -hmm. I, will, I will agree with you. And anyone else on that on that note, they are really, really good. One step closer to getting them to watch Impact, baby. Nah. It's just a quarter a month, a quarter a show, bro. 99 cents. Not even a full dollar. You get a discount. We're, we're, we're pennies away. So <laughs> Cash Wheeler's legs became the focus of the offense here. Alex Shelley got caught with the big rig. Jay Lethal comes in. 
hits his uh, double cutter. Boom. Down go both members of FTR. After that, Wardlow comes in, headbutts Jay Lethal. Dude, I don't know what he does on that clothesline. Like, this is going to look really weird when I do it, but he does like this. Ah, and then he brought his arm back over. It looks so vicious. I'm like, bro, that probably looks so weird that, when that, he does it, but it looks great. I got to I got to admit, bro, that that was actually smooth. And and he had like the he had like the the roar in between and it was like, Ooh. I see a lot of people asking, did Sasha sign a WWE contract? We don't know. Triple H kind of commented on it and it was kind of positive. So I don't think it's a dead situation yet, but I don't know where it is at this point. We'll have to see. Um, another great match. I agree. Team Impact should have won this. Hail Saban, gosh dang it. Ain't nobody, ain't nobody said that since he beat Bully Ray for the world title. Hail Saban. Uh, FTR is amazing. So great. And Wardlow is a beast. Um, yeah, so after Jay Lethal gets hit with that clothesline, Powerbomb Symphony, FTR and Wardlow win. Following it up, uh, Jay Lethal's uh, crew comes out. Samoa Joe comes out with the television title, and he just starts beating ass. I like it. I like it. Joe's back. He ain't done with Jay Lethal yet either. The beef is still on. Yes. I like that. Dax's daughter comes out. Um, her name was uh, Finley. Finley, yep. She comes out. They let her break Sanjay's pencil. He gets upset. And then, yeah, her daddy gives him that mean right. I, I went home happy. That was like an old oh, yeah. school like oh, angle, yeah. you know. I just watched uh, like Reed Flair beat up Eric Bischoff, and I thought it was the greatest thing. He was like a little kid just tackling him because he was a wrestler at the time. Right, right. You it know, just works. I, you know what? I I love any kid that has the name Finley. It, it's it's just it's a great name. And the energy, you know, God, God bless her too um, for everything that she went through. Uh, she, she's definitely a fighter. So to Skyline, have her out there. Skyline, I am not repeating that, but I see it's on here on the screen. I am not repeating that though. Uh, Derek, give Bound for Glory a look. Bound for Glory looks like it could be pretty good. Uh, just got the info from the media scrum. I hear you on that. Uh, I'd rather shove a dollar in a claw machine than punt and punt the stuff animal off a bridge. And wow, you guys are rude, rude. Happy Joe is back. Love a fight. Uh, when when can we see Dax's daughter wrestle negative one? It could happen on the Indies one day. Never say never, man. Uh, maybe they'll both want to become wrestlers. We'll see. Yeah. So here comes my jaw-dropping match of the night, guys. This is the one where I was kind of like, yo, did they just do this? Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs. Now, Derek got this one right, I believe, with Terrell and several others. I went against the grain here. I picked Ricky Starks for the W. I thought Ricky had it all. Ricky came out. He looked fantastic tonight. Great entrance gear. He looked like a star. And instead... So earlier today, I had heard a rumor that there, there's big things lined up for uh, one of these two. It was the person who won this match is the name that I saw. And uh, Ricky was in here. He was trying to get offense, but he he bounced off the ropes. Yo, Basically, I'm telling you all this. Powerhouse Hobbs dominated this match. He did. Ricky went for that spear. Spine on the pine. Dunzo, bro. One, two, three. That was it. They made Powerhouse Hobbs look like a beast. Yes. A beast, bro. And I read that they were really talking about giving him a big push. So I but you know what? No, I, I, I think I think he definitely needed it. Um because yeah, he, you know, for the for the amount of time that he's been here, I think he had like one brief push 
And that was when they actually brought him out to actually be powerhouse house in Team Taz and Team Taz. But then they kind of he was great on dark though, bro. Like yeah. I think Brian Williams was talking about uh like watching people that he was mocapping for, and he said he was so impressed by powerhouse house. Like he was one of the guys he was like, he's gonna get signed. He knew it. He was like, he's going to get signed. He's too good. And I definitely agree with that. And this dude is going to be a big star. But I still think Ricky is going to be a big star, too. You're not going to just let that float away. But I think when you had to look at the two, who would have been elevated more by the win? Hobbs. Hobbs. Because it's it's like I said uh, from my prediction. You had to give it to Hobbs because if you gave it to Ricky, then what does this do for the feud that they have? Tokyo, everybody coming in to dunk on me tonight. I feel like I'm just stuck in the paint and I can't get out, man. I, yes, Tokyo called to him winning as well. This chat is spicy, but not as spicy as CM Punk's media scrum interview. I hope the chat never gets that spicy. Well, hot dang, hot dang. Uh, Hob squash Starks. Maybe they'll build for a bigger match. Maybe Ricky can come straight from the set of Disney's next movie, Motocross 2. Yeah, he did look like Road Rash a little bit, but I like the attire. Uh, Connor, I got to admit, when I saw that Finley clip, I admit I was thinking of Jeff from the Insiders. I know he wants to teach his kids about wrestling at an early age. Yeah, man, I appreciate that, Mark. Yeah. Shout out to Jeff, too, man. I uh, hope things are well with Jeff. Uh, maybe Hobbs becomes TNT champ. Could be. Could be. Hobbs truly needs uh, the win more. Yeah. I didn't think about it until after the fact. Like I said, I can't I can't change up some of the stuff that was happening with that one. No. Um. And then, uh, then on top of that, you also have to think of my man, Ricky. Are you done? Because this is ridiculous. He didn't do too hot tonight. He did not. But do you, you know what? The Rick, Ricky, Ricky's, Ricky's on the way. This, this feud isn't over. It, it has to has to culminate with uh Ricky finally finally winning a match against Powerhouse Hobbs but it has to be one of those situations where Powerhouse Hobbs gets the best of them two to three times before Ricky actually wins okay we'll see if this goes down this way I'm gonna remember this that you called this let's get into what uh some are saying sleeper match of the night. I think this is the match that sucked a lot of energy out of the uh, the shit, man. It, Warlow and Hobbs team up, fire and ice reference, baby. Hold on, hold on. I gotta take myself off so you get. Yeah, you know I'm all about fire and ice, man. That's my team right there, dog. That's my team. Um, but let's get into some real tag teams. I saw that in the corner. <laughs> Swerve, shout out to Jocelyn, the OG of the Ricky Spanish. Yes. Um, Swerve in our glory versus the acclaimed sleeper match of the night. I think Casey dubbed it that, and I will have to agree. This match had us up out of our seats as well. They were just straight going for it tonight. Yes, they were. Um, definitely, definitely had uh, had us on the edge of our seats. I've, I, I flip-flopped through this whole match the whole time. Bro. He definitely, Derek flip-flops every match. I don't fall for that. So in this, the fans were chanting in the Keith Lee tone, you know, oh, basket is glory. They were saying, oh, scissor me, daddy. Chicago is wild for this. Wild. 
Uh, I love AW Chicago. Like this won me over, put a smile on my face for what they were doing here. Absolutely. But I also could see the issues with it. Uh, Chicago seemed to have turned on Swerve and Keith Lee early on in this one. This was one of those things where you're just like, yo, what in the hell happened here? Uh, people just turned on them in the matchup instantly. Uh, Bowens falls off the second row, grabbing the injured knee. Swerve and our glory take advantage. Why wouldn't they? They're competitors, right? Right. Swerve hits uh, the big old double stomp after a suplex on Keith Lee. Very close two count. The fans were really into this. Uh, we saw a mic drop onto the floor for Max Caster. Max mm-hmm. Caster was diving over top ropes. He was doing whatever yeah. he could. We Max saw, was doing his thing. We saw some blockbusters hit for Buff Daddy. Buff Daddy. <laughs> Daddy. <laughs> somebody was picking him on World Tour. Oh, that was somebody's man. guy. Um, so after that happens, it the fans are getting upset. Uh, we get a mic drop in the ring. Keith Lee makes the save at two. Fans were chanting bullshit. Keith Lee got there in time. It was he just did. very he he should have moved a second faster though. He should have he should have moved a second faster, but he definitely got there. So yeah. for those who didn't didn't see it, he definitely got there. The rest was hey, one, two. You better get here, and he just got there in time. Um, perfect that Keith Lee got into that one. Uh. I just don't know, man. The crowd got mad bullshit. Then we saw the uh, power bomb for the double stomp for the win. Fans were upset that the acclaim didn't win, bro. He, uh, this was so aggravating too, though. I was just like, bro, the, I couldn't, I couldn't go for it though, man. Like it wasn't, it wasn't the time to take the belts off of them. They just got them. They were cheering when they won them. Now all of a sudden they hate them. What did they do? Ah. This is just the acclaim, acclaim you know, bias. Like they love the acclaim, yeah. and I get it, bro. Yeah, but but you know what though, I I appreciate the the acclaim bias because it was it was definitely that situation where, um, Bask in His Glory and Swerve City is there, but Scissor Me Daddy is <laughs> on a whole nother level, bro. That's such bullshit. Acclaim got robbed, 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 damn it. <laughs> Bro, they got me on a couple of those false finishes. Casey said, match of the night, Tokyo said. I would not be mad. That could be argued, I think. I feel this was match of the night. Oh, absolutely. Of all the times my mom to call didn't listen to anything she said. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, no, he didn't. Just because his hand is in the pile doesn't mean uh, he pushed it, it, it over. Wait, what? Just because it, his hand is on the pile doesn't mean he pushed it over in time. Listen, bro, Keith Lee got there. He got there. He got he, there. He definitely got there. I'm pretty sure he did. Like, I I, I felt like he was there in enough time. It wasn't as bad as some of the other ones tonight. Right. Acclaim was over big time, for sure. Uh, I know that you went over this during Zero Hour. I knew about AWROH, but I wasn't aware that AEW and AAA were working together. They definitely do. I think AEW's open to working with anyone right now except for WWE because of the whole, like, you tried to steal my talent stuff. But more on that momentarily. Tony on the media scrum said he might run the tag title match back again at Grand Slam. That would probably be the time if you were going to do a title change. Yes. A beautiful story told in the ring. The hot tags, Bowen's fighting forever. I'll have to watch that again. Uh, dude, this match, the crowd died after this match. Laugh out loud. They poured it in for the acclaim. Yeah, that that's part of the issue because this is where Derek said afterwards, after this, this is where it kind of got like, yeah. It got shit. It got real. Casey saying he didn't make it. I just, bro, I think he got there in time. He got there. He definitely got there. 
I, I'm not the, agreeing. The the angle, the angle that you're probably seeing when they get a close up, it 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 looks like he got there late, but it's more so like I got there, I hit his foot, he's off. Yeah, it's just it was like a crappy breakup because the guy's still on top of the person, and you're right. like, what is this? Right. Whatever. At the end of the day, they didn't call for the W. So th- this is what we get. We get into next the interim women's championship match. Tony Storm versus Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, Jamie Hayter versus Hikaru Shida. Uh, we saw a bunch of pen attempts that started off this matchup. Uh, Hayter finally stops it by locking in a half crab. I just thought of Lance Storm every time I see that move. I don't know why. It's just a thing. Uh, Shida gets taken out. Jamie Hayter dumped her on the top of the ramp. Fans were feeling Jamie Hayter in this. Like, do you guys agree with that too? Like in the comment section? Like, I don't, I don't, I don't get it, man. Like, Jamie, Jamie Hayter was loved. She and, was. And I was just like, man, they're pouring it in. But I feel like they were able to reel that one back. Yes. Cause I was like, well, what happened with Jamie Hayter? Go back and watch in the beginning. They were like, Jamie Hayter, clap, 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 clap. They were trying to, to boost her up a little bit with Chicago. But but you know you know what threw me off though because I think like the the whole situation threw me off because they were cheering for Jamie, booing for everybody else, but then when Tony Storm won, they all popped for it. I'm like, "Whoa, time out. What what are we doing here?" Well, Derek has jumped to the finish apparently and just told everybody I, I'm what sorry, it was. but you know, it's I'm sorry. The Chicago uh, crowd had me all messed up, bro. Chicago loves hater. Peach is in the chat. I'm a hater, Casey says. Yeah, so Sheeta comes back. She tries to beat him down with the two kendo sticks. Rip court Larry on Sheeta. One, two. Baker pulls out the ref. Unbelievable. How could you do that? How could you do that to your friend? You just don't pull out the referee like that. No, it, it's uh, you got to let it be. It's you have to accept that. That's what it was. How could you do that to your friend? How could you? Shout out to BJ for sending me that. How could you do that to your friend? Um, afterwards, Tony Storm hits two uh, Tornado DDTs, and Storm penned Hater in this. Found that very odd as well. I think this could lead to the breakup uh, between them. Maybe. Maybe. Uh, we've been saying this, though, for like a year, I feel like, that it's finally yeah. going to happen, but... But see, I, I think I think they missed the opportunity again because you started this a long time ago, where uh, where Britt had the title, and then Jamie, uh, what, what match was that? Britt had the title, Jamie picked up the belt, but then Britt took it back from Jamie. Was it? Uh, this was during between the Thunder Rosa time periods. Yes. Yeah, I don't remember what the match was specifically where she grabbed the belt. Maybe it was that Battle of the Belts or something like that. I can't remember now. Whatever the case may be, she she took the belt back from Jamie and had like a hey, oh, okay, thank you, but don't do don't ever do that again. You started that then, and then you you kind of left it alone. This was the opportunity to pick it back up. You, I mean, you kind of did it, but then you kind of backed away from it again. So now how do you build the dissension again with this whole, uh, you know, Jamie versus Britt when Jamie didn't win the belt or Britt didn't win the belt? 
I felt like Jamie should have won it. It could have gone either way. Maybe Casey's right. Maybe you pivot her towards the TBS championship now. Change your change your focus a little bit. Let Tony rock, and uh, do what we're gonna do with that. Uh, I guess. Hold on here. I'm gonna. I'm trying to go through these in order here. Mark said to me, "It feels like TK didn't have his pulse on the crowd, and that's why the crowd were so upset during some of the matches." Is it? T- Should I just do this now? This rant thing that I'm gonna say. I feel like it's an appropriate time. Yeah. For it, I'm gonna say this. I felt like overall tonight. This was the thing I've been talking about throughout the show. I feel like fans didn't have their minds made up either for what they wanted. Like for some of the stuff, I feel like it's split. So the sides that are split are going to say one thing versus the other. I saw people setting themselves up for matches saying, uh, and I'm just going to use this as an example. And I'm more so leaning towards the main event with this. Oh, Tony Storm better win that four way or I'm going to be so pissed because of X, Y, and Z. Oh, Jamie Hayter better win that match because I'm going to be pissed because of X, Y, and Z. They should do a surprise because it wouldn't be predictable if she'd have won. This was a lot of the shit that I was seeing with AEW. Fans are starting to try to fantasy book this shit, and you're going to get your feelings hurt. Stop doing that. You only need to fantasy book when shit is bad. I don't know why people are doing that right now. If it was so bad, you were like, I could have booked this better. Okay, I hear you on that, bro. It's fun to do it. But did Tony do anything that was super egregious tonight? No. I don't think so. I don't think he did. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, uh, so some people, again, this goes back to beggars can't be choosers. I'm sorry. You can't beg for something and then choose what's going to happen. Shut up. I, I just think sometimes fans will ruin certain things for themselves. And I'm not – you can have your own opinions on it. And, yeah, you can you can like whatever you want to like, but what I'm saying is don't set yourself up for disappointment when sometimes the outcome is kind of right in front of your face, and it's like uh, you're you're saying something that's probably not going to happen, and you're like, oh, I'm going to be so mad if this happens. I saw it. I was reading it. I was just like, that doesn't make sense. So to me, did Tony not have his finger on the pulse of the fans, or were the fans so split because they wanted certain things to happen? I think they were split. Because they wanted certain things. The acclaim should not have won tonight. I will agree with that call. I would have made the same call if it were me. I'm just putting it out there. Just because you didn't know going into it how over they would be in Chicago. I wasn't expecting that. Jocelyn said she lost uh, Bleacher Report, lost signal halfway through. That absolutely sucks. I would I would tell them so that you can get some of a refund on that, Jocelyn, because that's garbage. I think the fans would have wanted to be either Hater or Tony. I agree, Matt. Those were the only two options you had. Hater versus Baker for the breakup of the team. Hater wins. Hater goes on to face Jade. Perfectly said, Casey. Uh, was it Rio when uh, Hater did that title? Yes, it was the Rio match. Yes. When Rio beat Britt Baker for right before leading into Battle of the Belts. Oh, yes. look at that. Look at yes. that. What is that? That's some pop-up video shit right there. Yeah. Some VH1. There you go. Six, what is it, six degrees of separation or whatever with something, everything? Something like that. The bakery looked delectable tonight. No comment. Scrum, no comment on that. Scrump dillyumptious. Inappropriate. So next up, we had this view, Jungle Boy versus Christian. I just want you guys to know Christian Cage is the best prick in wrestling. This dude definitely put five stars up afterwards saying that his match was five stars. I love this dude. Christian Christian is always going to give you the best of the best, no matter what he's doing. I don't know how many times I said it on this show, but it made me feel so good with this one. Jungle Boy versus Christian. Christian got slapped by Jungle Boy's mom. Looked like he may have uh, may have just not cared, but Christian was like, "Okay, that's what it is." Jungle Boy makes his entrance. 
He's looking for Luchasaurus from behind him. Luchasaurus comes through the heel tunnel and he just choke slams this dude on top of the metal grate near the entrance area. I was like, yo, what is going on? It Luchasaurus never helped Jungle Boy in this. Everybody was like, oh, he turned face. He never turned face. He no. stepped to the side. He let you do what he was going to do. Christian knew way too much stuff in this feud. I don't think people picked it up. Like, he knew when Jungle Boy was going to attack him that night. He knew when Jungle Boy was going to be there every time he got away because he knew the plan already. That he did. That he did. And I bet you Luchasaurus was feeding him the info. Oh, yeah. Luchasaurus brings him down. He uh he takes Jungle Boy all the way over, and I know it didn't go down like this, but I just wanted to use the sound bar. Friggin' power bombs him through the table in front of his family. Jungle Boy says start the match because baby faces just do this type of stuff. Why I don't know. Okay. Christian hits the spear, Jungle Boy kicked out. Everybody's like, yo, shocking. Christian's not kill switch, boom, you're done. One, two, three. Christian destroys Jungle Boy. Very weird for that one. <laughs> CLB, creepy little bastard for those who don't know. Shout out to Stone Cold for that. Uh, Christian got back control of Dragon Zord, Dragon Dagger, and Dragon Zord. Christian is a great heel, fantastic work. Christian took no bumps and won it all out, tr- truly outworking everyone. <laughs> Jungle Boy got a beat down. Uh, Jungle Boy's back was messed up. CJ and I called it, yes. And I like that he came out the heel tunnel. Like, that just signified, yes, I'm still a heel, guys. Right. Uh, sorry for uh, the away. Had to help my sister's son play with his toys. Hikaru Shida should have won. Uh, what a swerve with Lucha, making it known that Jurassic Express is extinct. Uh didn't hear your sound bite. It was a I am the table. <laughs> I am the table. Uh, I'm going to bed now. I know you are going to talk about this during the main event, but uh, when that Joker spot came, some of the people were thinking it was Bray Wyatt was going to be the Joker. Nah, fam. Nah. I don't know what they're going to end up doing with Bray. Bray's in the position Punk was in seven years ago. Right. He's, he's got. He's going to take whatever offer comes to him. And we'll see what he does with it. That that's that's if he steps back in the if he decides to because I think I think and I could be wrong and forgive me if I'm wrong but I think he had another there was another death in the family. I don't know about that for Bray. I've read that he was working on movies. You're hearing a lot of rumors and stuff with him right now. We don't know uh, what's going to happen. I was thinking it was Bray or MJF tonight. Listen, no, nobody's wrong for thinking that. I don't. I just don't know where Bray's gonna show up at this point. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do. Would, would I? Would I love to see Bray again? Yes. I just don't know what fits best for him right now. He's gonna have to probably think it through and see what he wants to do. Honestly, I think I would. I would. I would love to see him back, but I would. I think I'd even love it more if he stepped in the movie in the movie scene. He he. I'm sure he'll have something coming out for us soon. He'll probably be explaining that. I just don't know where he would fit in wrestling right now. You guys could probably tell me what you think on that. Um, boom, that happens. We find out Dynamite Buffalo. There will not be a Dynamite review this week, but you're getting Clash of the Podcast tomorrow at 6.05 with me and Sean. Uh, we're going to talk about it. Death Triangle versus the Best Friends were, was announced. Full Gear is happening in New Jersey at the Prudential Center. It's officially announced. They're going to get Rampage the day before as well. Um, we also are getting Lionheart, Chris Jericho versus the American Dragon, Brian Danielson up next. This was a technical wrestling match here. Um, I like the Hurricanrana getting reversed into the walls of Jericho. Danielson, Tope Suicida out onto the floor. 
lots of reversals, tombstone pile drivers being reversed in Jericho um, hits his lion salt after hitting it. Danielson looks for the triangle. Jericho's able to get out and he slingshots Danielson off the bottom rope. Jericho put Danielson in Derek's favorite, the lion tamer. Love it. <laughs> Knee on the back of the neck, stretching him out. Jericho goes for a release German. Daniel rolls through, hits that running knee, two count, cattle mutilation locked in, the elbow strikes. You got basically, this was the best of Chris Jericho and Brian Danielson. That's what it was. It was a mixtape, basically, of what they were going to do throughout this. Um, Danielson appears to be going for a dragon suplex. Jericho backs into Aubrey Edwards, the ref. Low blow with the leg from behind. Ref didn't see it. Hits him with the Judas effect. One, two, three. Jericho wins like that. You know what? This this had to be the way that it had to go. I'm sorry. Jer- Jericho had to win this because then this begins again <laughs> with the dissension of. Thank you, Casey, for reminding me of something. I gotta say this after. Um, it definitely it definitely starts the uh the the, the implosion of uh between Jericho and um DG. Well, I don't know if Garcia is going to end up like that. We'll see. I think Buffalo's going to tell the real story here. I think, I think it's going to happen, bro. So here's my question for both Karen and Derek. Would Fire Fun Playhouse work well under Triple H's WWE or AEW's creative? I don't know. I don't know if I want Bray to go back to The Fiend. I don't know. No. Uh, I want Bray. Don't get me wrong. The Fiend was cool. But I, I the, the Fiend gimmick got destroyed. And I'm going to say it, it got destroyed with Alexa Bliss. That ruined everything for me. So now I don't really want to see him come back as the Fiend. I want him back as Swamp Daddy Bray. Yes. <laughs> the Bayou. The Bayou Bray. Because that that Bray was definitely frightening. Yeah, he was. He definitely had a creepier uh, world. See, Tokyo just said he wants the Eater of Worlds too. Hold on here. I'm getting to... Cody and MJF world champions in 2023. This was a beautiful match. Hawk says great match. Jericho on the media scrum saying Brian was like wrestling Eddie and Dean. Just so much fun. Nice. Casey brought up a comment. I got to give this to uh, Kenny for your thoughts. He said super soaker Kelly with the guy who came out to do Brian Danson's theme, who he did kind of like have a machine gun. Kelly looked to him dirty for that, but I did laugh. Uh, wrong winners in a lot of these matches. It felt like WrestleMania 32. It didn't matter who won this match. Who's a, They both can lose at, at all costs. It doesn't matter. That's how I took this. I don't know. Right. Man. Yeah. No. It, that that's how it was. And and Tokyo said he wanted Eaters of Worlds. I thought he got destroyed when uh, Randy set him on fire. <laughs> <laughs> he came back after that though. He came back like uh, Jason X a little bit oh there. My God, that move. Yo, hold on, bro. That has one of the best. Best scenes of all time, though. The liquid nitrogen joint. Face in, smash the head, dope. I'll give you that. Yes. Yes, I'll give you that. But Cactus. My man Cactus says, Bray needs to come back in his cleanest, dirty shirt. (laughs) Foul, bro. Throwing up a tech on you for that. Come on now. I love that match. I thought that uh, Jericho and Danielson, I, I could have went either way on it. I think originally I had Jericho pick, but I picked Danielson. Yeah. Somebody had convinced me uh, on the preview and prediction stream. Um, Hold on. Somebody said, I cannot repeat that, Tokyo. Jason X, damn, that liquid nitrogen C was pure gold. See? JS won't be in Garcia's corner this Wednesday night on Dynamite. Yeah, we'll we'll just cut into that now. Jericho says it. So Yuta and Danielson, or excuse me, Daniel Garcia for the pure championship in Buffalo. 
I can't wait to see that one. Uh, I need that old braid, the song about the old fat cat in the top of the stairs. <laughs> Cactus is a wild guy, if you guys do not know. Wild. Um, where are we in this? Death Triangle Best Friends, we already mentioned that as well. That got brought up. Let's get into the House of Black here versus uh, Darby Allen Sting and Miro. And there was something I found out after this match that I kind of want to talk about too. Uh, shout out to Matt Lopez who gave me this info at the end that we're going to bring up. Early on, we see some issues with Miro. He's waving off Darby and Sting for tags. They're not a trio team. So I, I, can, I would like to see that where they're not communicating well with each other because Miro's solo usually. You don't need nobody. Right. Uh, Darby Allen eventually makes his way in. He got the crap beat out of him by everybody in the House of Black. I love it. They all look like monsters. Uh, Sting comes in and is no selling. He put on the Scorpion Deathlock. He's still no selling. That's what Sting does. He's classic 80s wrestler. Um, rock. Scorpion Death Drop followed up by the Coffin Drop on. Uh, I can't remember. I think it was Brody King who got that. Buddy Matthews makes the save. Malachi goes for his big kick on Sting, but Sting had a surprise for him. Black Mist. Sting's Mist looks so weak, bro. Like, I didn't even see the Black Mist come out, but then when I saw Malachi's face, it was covered. I was just like, how did he do that? But it, not, it looked like nothing came out. We need that old Muda Mist. When Muda used to do it, bro, that shit used to come out green as hell. Like, you couldn't miss it. Him and Tajiri. I don't know what happened to people doing the miss, man. We got to get some practice. I need some lessons on that. <laughs> right. Uh, definitely got to definitely gotta fix that up. But you know what, though? Um, I like it because it was different. You know, it, Sting's never done anything like that. So it was definitely different. I appreciated it. Um. Oh, goodness. Cactus just asked a difficult question. This is all right. We're going to get into this. Uh, after Darby pinned him with the miss in his face last supper, I am going to pull up the exact quote from Sean Rossap because I do not want to butcher this. Uh, where is Matt Lopez? Right here. After the match, House of Black hugged. Malachi blew a kiss to the crowd and bowed on his way out. There were rumors that he wanted to request his release from AEW and that uh, some ish was going on. Tokyo, I thought the same thing. I always thought it was a female singing dance the song. Same here. Um, I hope this isn't a goodbye to House of Black just to see you later. So are they using Malachi Black better than they did in WWE? Main roster, yes. Mm -hmm. I think everybody would want to be used how they were used in NXT, but that was only a temporary situation. It was you get what I'm saying, Derek. It's like graduating. It's like, oh, am I being used great as a uh in the developmental system? baseball or any sport right yeah of course you are you're the star on this team but now you're on this you're on the main roster are you a star here no they weren't using they weren't using him like that so where is he better off i don't know at this point i don't know what's going on with him i i couldn't tell you Ugh. uh people uh black's not going back to wwe he's gonna take a break from wrestling i also thought that the chick was singing daniel's song Casey said to Jerry's miss, Muda all day, bro. Don't you dare. Don't you dare come in here with that disrespect. I love Tajiri's too, though. Tajiri's was really good. Oh, yeah. I think he started implementing some of the colors too, right, Casey, when he was on SmackDown? Yeah. He uh, did, if, he green. if Great Muda saw that miss, he'd be saying, this is how you do it, fool. <laughs> uh, Black uh, was used terrible under Vince. Oh, absolutely. Everyone rocks on NXT, but then you go to the main roster and you get put in the wrong hands. That is thousand percent true bro that that's one of the uh bigger issues that people would say that they have with all of this 
it's time for the main event, bro. Let's get into it. I feel the voices are giving out low on water. <clears throat> so you, thank you guys for rocking with us into the overtime of this. But AW World Title, CM Punk versus John Moxley. CM Punk came out in the long boys. This time, though, it was like the reverse. It was mm-hmm. the all white. Mm-hmm. So you know what that means. Blade job. <laughs> Someone's bleeding in this match when you see somebody right. wearing white. Uh, John Moxley comes out his usual way. Um we get them playing hot hot to the crowd immediately. John Moxley does the sit down, double bird to the face. He's like, I don't give a shit. I don't care. Uh, Moxley definitely flipped the bird to the crowd a lot in this. I think he was trying to make sure that they got the proper reaction. So right. I appreciate Moxley going the extra mile. CM Punk teases a quick victory after he hits a GTS, but Moxley kicked out at two. Unbelievable two count kick out because I thought it could have been over there. Uh, the beginning of the brawl, uh, they started going through the crowd, and they get back by ringside. Punk has opened up. I don't know what opened him up, what it was supposed to be, but Moxley is raking the tape across the face, punching him in the head. Punk's bleeding bad now. He's yes. It's a gusher. Yes. Um, I, I don't know, man. Moxley stumps, Punk in the bloody face. Punk hits that straight leg lariat. Shout out to d Brown. Love those. Um, those were always great. CM Punk goes to the top rope for the Macho Man elbow drop. Moxley swivels to the side, catches him in that choke. He's trying to choke Punk out, and he's avoiding it. Punk is able to get to the ropes. He locks in an arm bar. Moxley gets the bulldog choke and again, transitions into the ankle lock. Moxley was trying to F that bad foot up. Oh, yeah, he was. Yeah, he was. That was a big focus for him throughout this. Uh, and then this is where I began to get worried throughout this match, bro. Uh, I began to uh shit pants a little bit here. Uh, when he hit the death rider, Moxley goes for the pen 2.9, punk kicked out of this great. It wasn't like the big kick out you're used to seeing, it was just right yeah. shoulders up. This less is more at times, less is more. It was really good. Uh, this leads to more elbows. He goes back to the bulldog choke, but Punk is able to stand up out of the bulldog choke with Moxley on him, hits a GTS, Moxley bounces off the ropes, and he lands on Punk's back again, and it's like everybody then has to cheer Punk on to do it again. Very smart how they did this. Mox is laying there. He's like, you got me. It's over. Punk picks him up again, dots him one time on the face with the knee. He goes down for the pin. One, two, three. CM Punk is your new AEW champion. To all those people who said if Moxley doesn't win, I'm going to be pissed. I don't know how you didn't see this was the story. In Chicago, where Punk is from, the man is loved here. I was surprised that he he got as many boos as he did. But, bro, I'm sorry, dude. This Chicago crowd was not it for me. (laughs) Very weird for you? Very. Like, they extremely wishy-washy and indecisive as to what they wanted to do. Okay. Um, I got you on that, Matt. Thank you for clearing that up. Uh, Casey loved the long boys. I mean, if they're not spitting miss right, I'm sure they can teach them. They got a class for everything else, a master class on how to spit. Um, let's see here. The winner of the main event had no business winning. Like the acclaimed losing, this was bull. How? How was Punk winning BS, though? Can't believe Mox didn't bleed, BJ said. The white bloody pants. Uh, For once, Mox didn't bleed. I think that was great. Punk got thrown into the corner of the ring post. I think that's what busted him open. Thank you, Casey. 
Uh, let's see here. Hawk said, Mock smash Punk's head into the ring post. I love that match ending. Punk is great. Correct choice here. Punk beating another John in Chicago. <laughs> Ooh, not wrong, though. Take all out somewhere else, not Chicago every year. Could be. Could be. So following that, the lights go out, and we get this weird tape being played. Lights go out. What's happening? Um, a tape is played, and it sounds like it's Tony Khan talking to MJF, saying, like, listen, I want you at all out. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. I Listen, I, I'm going to let you go out. I can't extend your deal right now, blah, 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 but I'm going to pay you. He bleeps out how much money it is to show up and be in the casino ladder match. Okay. MJF took him up on that, and that's what ended up happening. He comes out. He reveals himself as the masked man. He even They even teased it before with him taking off the mask, yep. and then he put on that scarf. Very well done in the video package, I thought. Um, MJF goes out. He's revealed as the Joker. I don't know. I don't know how everybody felt after this. I kind of was like, okay, cool. That's how I felt. I was just like, it's fine to me, but I don't know how if people took this like, oh, this sucked or – too obvious or maybe they should have waited i don't know i I think i think uh i don't think it was a situation where it sucked i think it is a situation to where people think that it was too obvious um again this this goes back to what i said before in the beginning like i don't think the joker aka mjf should have even came out it should have just been like hey he he appears from the darkness on the titan tribe then disappears and Stokely Hathaway and everybody walks away. Let's see here. So it feels weird that Punk got squashed two weeks ago, then was able to pull off a full match. Uh, BJ, I'm telling you, bro, I really think they just hot shotted the angle so that they could get that 1 million views. They couldn't crack it. And I don't understand how people just aren't watching AEW enough for them to get that 1 million like every week. Right, right. I don't get it. WWE's numbers are going up. They're not. I know that doesn't matter with this, but Tony Khan is trying to get a new deal. He also wants to procure somebody putting Ring of Honor on for them. That stuff matters right now. And and they're going to do whatever they can to hype you up and say, watch my show, watch my show, watch my show. Absolutely. Uh, It's marketing. You have to do what you got to do in order to get to where you want to be. There's gonna be there's gonna be big games coming up. Uh, basketball's gonna be back before you blink your eyes. And football starting next week. Yeah, they're gonna be hoping they're not getting moved around for Rampage again. Right. That's a big problem for Rampage too, getting moved around. Uh, he said, "What do you mean? How? I mean those audio tapes leaked after the match with Punk saying he'll pay MJF to come back. Yeah, I wonder how the roster feels about Punk." <laughs> that sounds like a mixed bag. Uh, Tokyo put the devil. The devil is back. All the MJF was too much and needed to breathe. He should have revealed himself as soon as he put his hands on the chip. Uh, the voicemail stuff should have been left for a promo package on Wednesday, BJ feels. So is MJF uh, AEW's male heel or is he their Miz? No, he's he's definitely like their top heel. To me, oh, yeah. I don't know. He's in a better position than the Miz was ever. Truthfully oh, yeah. speaking, absolutely. I mean, Miz main event at Mania, I get that, but I think MJF's more cemented. Like yes. they have big plans for him, and he's yes. not going anywhere. Uh, and that's more on Vince than MJF. You know what I mean? Like I don't oh, know. Yeah. That's that's a wishy washy kind of answer, Cactus. But that, that's how I feel. People are saying it was Vince or Austin theory. Uh, Tony wouldn't comment on the uh, the Black Future or the post match thing of uh, House of Black. 
Um, when it comes to AEW and basketball, I can sacrifice some of the basketball games for AEW. But if the Yankees enter the World Series, sorry, AEW. <laughs> hey, listen, you got to watch what you guys want to watch. Talk. Let your let your eyes do the uh, the speaking for it. Basically. Overall, guys, before we get out of here, chat, put your grade in here for it. I got a grading scale in the comment section for those watching on YouTube. Derek, we kind of talked. Are you still in agreement with that grade going through all of this now? Yeah, no, I, I, am. I am. We're going to give this show tonight a B plus for uh, for us. I don't know. I just think that it's the it's the right move to make for for the show. Was it was it great? I wouldn't say so. I think it had some great parts in it. But not everything was great. 15 matches is a lot. It is a lot. Um, I thought everything was good, and we got some okay on here. But for the most part, was there anything egregious? No. No. Uh, is is this their worst show ever? I'm going to say no. I still no. hold All Out 2020 as their worst show ever, yes. in my opinion. Yes. Um, I. You know what? Is it is it fair to say All Out may seem to be the kryptonite for AEW? Because I feel like that, that pay-per-view hasn't always performed like it should. Right. Casey says, as someone who comes from a storytelling background, hard disagree on revealing MJF when he got the chip. Definitely keep that a secret, but I do agree that he shouldn't have been at the end. Okay. Ace is giving it a thumbs up. Boy, I'm going to be up late night catching this scrum on after this. It's going to be a wild week. I give this show a B, Matt Lopez says. Casey agrees with the B+. Plus. B plus, it wasn't bad. Just the winners that won, only legit winner that was Jade. EPW A plus plus, B out of uh, uh, A for Clash of the Castle and B for Worlds Collide. Yeah, I could get into Worlds Collide. I got to complain about that. It was a good wrestled show, but overall, afterwards, I could uh, I, I have a, a thing about that that upsets me a little bit. Uh, I liked All Out, but I actually felt it wasn't going to sell as well as the others. It was going to have a streak of the records breaking. Uh, EPW gets an A-plus, as always. Uh, Derek, the kryptonite for AEW is Chicago. I am br the brave one saying it. Switch the city to other cities. Chicago is taking too much. Yeah, they are taking too much. They, they've gotten a lot oh from them. Oh, my God. They've gotten damn near everything from them. Yeah, B, partly because of the crowd, Hawk says. He's going B as well. Interesting. So we're all in that B plus range for the show. Like I said, not the worst show of all time, in my no, opinion. No. BJ said, I hope you all enjoy the show Wednesday. Thank you. And I hope you all will take time to check out me and Sean as we get ready for that uh, clash of the podcast tomorrow, 6.05 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Be there. We're going to be talking some pro wrestling. Uh, can't wait to see what you guys think of the show. Uh, we're going to have some episodes planned up coming up soon for it. Um, so make sure you guys show us some love. Uh, for myself and the man they call Derek, we are out for this episode of Everything Pro Wrestling. Thank you for joining us. One. One. Everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you. Listen to the podcast for the people. The best show that's here, so listen in. Let the knowledge begin. The opinions, the lesson, yes. By the fans, uh, for the fans, uh, not many in this can understand, uh, this the podcast to show you who I am, uh, Conrad Cushman, the legend in the plans, uh, please listen every day to the showcase, the opinions and knowledge that anyone can take, showing you how it is done, proving I am number one, what a legend becomes, this is now my time to show you that I am here, uh, this podcast just to make it loud and clear, uh, by the fans, uh, 
for the fans, uh, not many who's here can understand everything pro wrestling, they can never be you, listen to the podcast here for the people, the best show that's here, so listen in, let the knowledge begin, the opinion and the lesson, yes, everyday pro wrestling, they can never be you, listen to the podcast for the people, the best show that's here, so listen in, let the knowledge begin, the opinions, the lesson, yes, yes.